do you fight for your dreams without letting go? But look at the composition. You have to fight for your dreams. Some of you have a dream to build a business that will be worth 250 billion. That's wonderful. Some of you have a dream to build an international business. That's wonderful. Some of you have a dream of a, a great marriage where the husband and wife love each other and your kids grow up to be great. That's wonderful. Some of you have dreams to, become, to have a bank. That's wonderful. Question, do you even have dreams? Do you have a place where your dreams are written? I want to ask you something. Do you know if you don't have dreams, you don't have a future? If you don't have dreams, you will work for those that have dreams. And someone say, have dreams. If your dream is not written down, I don't take you seriously. You know why? Someone says, really? Because God takes writing so seriously, when angels appear to people, the angel will tell them, oh boy, write. Imagine, this was seen a vision. In the vision, the angel takes writing so powerful, he says, write. Writing is miraculous. You say you have a dream. Why have you written it? You don't have a dream. The things that are important to you are on your phone. Where is your dream? It's on your phone. What you have is a wish. And a wish is not a dream. First Samuel chapter 17, anyway. So, we don't bow down for... So, if there are capital problems, we raise the money. Yes or no? If there, what are the problems today? If there are policy problems, we fix it. We don't back down. We, we go forward. We go forward. First Samuel chapter 17. So let me give you the three essentials and we'll close the service. Hmm. The problems, you know, yeah, last night, let me, let me just say, last night, I had a meeting, late meeting with one guy. He's Canadian. When I say he's Canadian, he didn't go and get the Canadian part. No, he was born in Canada and raised in Canada. So one of them was Canadian. I said, wow. I said, why did you move back to Nigeria? He, he told me something. He said, what will you become in Canada? I said, eh? I said, of us are going there. He said, what will you become in Canada? He said, as far as you have black skin, what you can get to is limited. He said, you think people that invite you to their country do not have a plan to keep you on that, on that check before you take over that country? He said, they will be stupid to invite people to their country and not have a method to hold them like this. He said, it's another kind of colonialism. He said, the first time they took sheep to carry us away to Sugarland, he said, now they use economic factor to carry us away. We will go there, work for them, prosper their land, expand their land, and we we'll go back and come back again. I said, Jesus Christ. He said, I was born, he said, I'm a born Canadian. I didn't, I, I didn't, I'm born Canadian. He said, I grew up there. He said, my, he said, my first 20 years or so, I was in Canada. When you enter planes to Nigeria, you see white people with all our Ebola, all our broken arm, they are coming full force to Nigeria. When you enter plane out of Nigeria, you see Nigerians, the way they've dressed, it's obvious that they're not coming back. <laughs> you know. Glory to God. All, all right, let's go, let's go. So the Bible says this, um, so let's go. Bible says in verse 22, this was when David had gone into the battle. And David left his carriage in the hands of the keeper of the carriage and ran into the army and came and saluted his brethren. And he said unto them, Behold, as he talked with them rather, Behold, the comet of the champion, 
the Philistine of God, Goliath by name, out of the armies of Philistine and spake according to the same words. And David heard him. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were so afraid. And the men of Israel said, Have you seen this man that is come up? Surely to defile Israel is he come up. It shall be that the man that kills him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spake unto them and said, What shall be done to the man that killed the Philistine? And take it away the reproach. Watch this now. Take note of how. And take it away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that it should defile the armies of the living God? And the people answered him and said, So shall it be done unto the man that killed him. Verse 28. And Eliab, his elder brother, heard when he said all this unto the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why comes thou thither? With whom have you left the few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride in the naughtiness of their heart, for you have come that you may see the battle. Oh my God. And David said, What have I now done? And David said the big thing. He said, Is that not what? He said, It's not a cause. If you're going to fight and win in your career, three things you must know. Number one, the fight is not about you, there's a superior cause. Let me tell you something. Every time you realize that there is a superior cause, you give more to it. Every, let me tell you, have you watched movies where they torture somebody to give up a secret? Most of the time, if they are hardened people, they don't talk. But once they bring their child, you hear? Please don't touch him. It has nothing to do with this. Please don't touch him. He has nothing to do with this. Please don't touch him. Because, 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 there is a superior cost now. Listen to me. Once you think that success in life is just about you, you can never go far. But once you remind yourself, I have to succeed for God's glory. I See, not to have success for glory. Listen, it's for, let me explain to you. I don't, have to, I don't just have to succeed for God's glory. I have to succeed to show my children that success is a possibility. It's not about me. It's not about me. My children need to see that success is possible against all odds. And when things are difficult, listen to me. It's difficult for a poor parent to challenge a child to be successful. Because if it was that easy, mommy, why didn't you succeed? But if you can succeed, you can look at your wife. You can look at your child. You can look at your cousin and say, hey, it was difficult, but we made it through. That's why you make up your mind. Because I need to succeed to have a testimony for my family to share. I need to succeed to have a testimony for my family to share. Moses said, is there not a cause? The reason why you give up so easily is that you think it's about you. It's always about you. If you're going to fight and not let go of your dreams, you must think that this thing is not about me. I'm fighting a battle. I'm fighting my battle for myself and for generations to come.